Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm down on my knees in the dust. I scream from the top of my lungs. I found my way back to a higher ground. Yeah, I just want to feel alive. Welcome to Higher Ground with Chris Warren. I found my way back to Well, happy Friday, folks. Welcome to another edition of Higher Ground, Friday the 1st of April. Chris Warren with you for the next few hours or so. Uh, You know the rule. Don't be a stranger. Come and be a part of the show uh, here on your late-night league lounge. You know the drill. You simply pull up a stool, grab yourself a drink, make yourself nice and comfy, and you join the conversation. You have to give us something, though. That is the deal, too, uh, either on the open line or or via text. The open line, the number is now there and open 1300 011170 or the text line 0457 736 736. The bar is now open. It is my shout. Text or call and I'll buy you a drink. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've had a million, million nights just like this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night, got this. We've had a million, million nights just like this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Back and forth, back and forth with the bullshit. I know I said it before, I don't mean it. It's been a while since I had your attention. So in my heart to it. Well, I hope I've got your attention now. Great to have your company. Welcome to the program. I hope we have a bit of fun over the next uh, two or three hours. At the back end of the show, we will uh, we'll do a bit of a rewind and and look back at some of the uh, the good stories and interviews across the uh, the station, the network uh, throughout the day. Uh, we will be across the the game currently underway. Uh, the grand final rematch between the Penny Panthers and South Sydney. Uh, and, of course, we will look back at the two games that have already been played. Earlier tonight, Cronulla 18, uh, defeating Newcastle Knights nil. 18 points to nil, uh, four tries to nil, and Nico Hines uh, booting just one from four. A really, really big wind, uh, subtly blowing out there in the Shire. Uh, but Cronulla, they are certainly a much improved outfit, aren't they? Right across the park than they were last year. Uh, Cronulla fans, uh, get in touch with us. How do you like the start to the season? It's looking okay, isn't it? And I think that big duck egg, uh, that duck egg in the scoreline, that's probably the most uh, pleasing thing I would have thought uh, for coach, new coach Craig Fitzgibbon. I think I'm right in saying it's the first time uh, since 2016. So the first time in six years... Uh, the Sharkies have held an opposition to zero. Well, there you go. And obviously, uh, last night, Thursday night, uh, those poor old West Tigers uh, can't take a trick. Um, eight points to six. Uh, beaten uh, pretty much on the bell. Uh, a kick that bounced off the upright 
And uh, when you when your luck's out, your luck is out. I've been reading all the articles today, and, um, and yeah, and look, I do declare my my colours. I, I am now actually working with the West, West Tigers, so I, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to be critical. I will, will be as um, you know as even handed as I can. But um, in terms of people saying, yeah, what a waste of two hours watching it. Maybe I'm a bit too close to it. I don't know, but I I I enjoyed it. It kept me glued to the screen. A fair bit of drop ball. Uh, Titans, I thought, really clunky too in attack. Um, but the defence by the West Tigers, you reckon those players aren't playing for their coach? I, I certainly reckon they are. Anyway, I, I was glued to the screen. I know it wasn't your, you know, your, your tri-fest like um, some people do like to see that. I thought it was gritty, gritty arm wrestle. Anyway, not to be for the Tigers. They're still winless after four. And the Titans, uh, they prevailed eight points to six. So as I said earlier, uh, as we speak, we have got that grand final rematch underway uh, between the Penny Panthers and South Sydney. I'll bring you up to speed uh, where that is at very, very shortly. Um, other news about today, uh, Melbourne Storm, they re-sign uh, three of their big, big players, Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes, and uh, extending the deal also of Xavier Coates, who's only played a handful of one games two, one two, one two. Uh, with them this year. So things are looking okay, aren't one they, two, one for two, the uh, the men in purple. And what about the bombshell yeah. at Manly? Chief... One, two. One, two. Effective immediately. Um, you might have some news on that. You might have some whispers. You might have your thoughts. I've got no idea what's going on. And to be honest, I haven't had any time to, to dig around and ask. Um, I know Stephen pretty well. And in all dealings I've had with him, um, he's been a man of, of immense integrity um, and loyalty. But I don't know what has happened there. If you've got any news on that, well, you know, you know the deal. Pick up the phone and... And have your say. Anything else to do with the uh, the greatest game of all? Air your opinion. Join the conversation here. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. There's space there right now on the open line if you would like to have your say. Uh, but just back on that earlier match tonight, I'd like to say also well done to Aiden Tolman. I mean, this guy, he just uh, he keeps on keeping on, doesn't he? Was, was that a paint? Keeps on. Was that trust British paints? Keeps on keeping on. I'm not quite sure. Anyway, uh, you know what I'm saying. He's been a wonderful servant to the game. Game 300 tonight. Not known for his try-scoring ability. And I heard um, Jolie earlier, I think he said that uh, Tolman had scored three tries in the past five years. And yet here he was tonight in game 300. And he is first across for Cronulla. So well done to Aiden Tolman. He's as tough as they come, isn't he? Um, and just keeps on keeping on. All right, let's get on with the show. Again, love you to be a part of the show. Uh, the bar is now open. Here we are. Here we are. Hey, now, you would have thought, how long have I been working here now? A year? 18 months? You turn the buttons on, was turn the buttons on and away you go. You just keep talking. Um, okay, second half about to get underway. Uh, Penrith 12 leading South Sydney six. I, I saw a fair bit of that first half out there while I was uh, warming up the vocal cords. I tell you what, this game's going to go right down to the wire, but how sharp are Penrith looking in attack? My goodness, they're looking slick. Nathan Cleary back on deck. Not quite sure what's going on upstairs there with that mullet. I don't like it personally. I think it looks hideous. Uh, you might have your thoughts on that. Um, and I don't know Nathan, but he's, he's young. He's young uh, nephew. 
Uh, nephew, no cousin. Actually, uh, was a cap- was a captain of my team that I coached last year, last few years, and he's got the same haircut. I'm not a fan of it. My young fella actually said, "Dad, I want to get a, a mullet uh, like like these guys." And I've basically said, "Look, don't come home if you do." He's only nine, mind you. So what would that? They child services would be in touch. Gibbo, you've been around, uh, hanging around like a bad smell around this studio today. You, I mean, I know you're off the off the syrup. Is that why you don't want to go home? Yeah, pretty much, Chris. Well, <laughs> if I'm honest, Chris, you're the only person who lets me speak on air. So why, I always, is, why is that? Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe I'm not sure. Maybe it was a direction from up top. But look, yeah. happy to be here. And I do hang around like a bad smell just this, so I can chat to you. This is up top. This is higher ground. You can't get any higher than no, this. Look, at, look down there. What do you see? I just is, see a lot of people below us. We got it all covered. We've got it all covered. We got it all covered. 12 6 is the score. Um, the second half just getting underway there. And earlier on tonight, uh, great call too, by the way, uh, Sugar and Sats. They're a couple of good men. They should have another one in there, really. So we yep. call it a few good men. Mm, well, There's two of them. They're, they're, they're quality fellas. Um, what was the score? 18-0. Yeah. It Sharkies. W- well, Nico Hines missed a few kicks as well, so there probably was a couple more so He's points. kicked about one from eight there at, at Shark Park. Then. One from four, I believe. But it, how many, that's the second game at Shark Park, is it not? Yeah, and he kicked like a busted last oh, time, really? didn't he? Yeah, well, the so wind's about was, one from eight. The wind was blowing a gale down there, but I didn't think it mattered. Blowing very a Scotty much. or a Brett or a Chris. Yes, <laughs> times two with a K and with a C. Absolutely, yes. But uh, the Sharkies, I think they were very dominant, and Joel Kane, Megan, Megan Gale, Tasha, the, the, the twins. twins, Tasha. Oh, hello, Irish. The Irish has just walked in. Hello, mate. How are you? Sorry, I'm late. Tasha Gale Cup. What about wins? Huh? Gale wins? Knots. Knots? No. Yeah, no, okay. okay. Yeah. It was Megan Gale, wasn't it? Were it they, was were they twins? Gale. Were they on um I don't know if they were twins, but I know they Megan were a couple, Gale. weren't they? That maybe Megan Fox and Megan nah, Gale? No. Nah. I thought they were Gale sisters and they were on what were they on? Oh, this is it's it's before your era, I reckon. A couple of brunettes, really nice young, nice girls. What were they on? Megan Gale? I might have it totally wrong. Anyway, windy it was, you're right. Yeah. A big southerly, sixty five K's an hour. Did you see the surf today? Just yes. Oh, you want to talk about that briefly? Just why not? Well, as you know, I, I do ocean a swim. Swims? Well, I have an ocean swim since Jaws, since, you know, Sharky. The oh, waters off been, Sydney have been very Sharky. Very last murky. Couple of months, right? And the storms and all that. So, I'm no, I'm in the pool, right? But at the moment, the last few days I've been down there to my local ocean pool, it's high tide and the waves are just, there's no pool. Yeah. Like the waves are coming over the chain. So there are three foot waves in the pool, right? And all this foam on top, which is just brown muck, which I know is not pollution really. It's just all the froth and, you know. It's quite dangerous though, that froth. Right. People so, have drowned well, underneath well, that. Well, I'll tell you what, I swam in it today um, and I was trying to get up to breathe out of the froth and that's how deep the froth was. I was a bit of froth and bubble. There you go. But you still got in there. That's the main thing, Chris. I got in. You got in. I got out quickly too. Still in your budgies? Mate, I was almost thrown out of the pool by the yeah. waves. It was big. It wasn't as big as it was actually I had the budgie. Of course I had the budgies on. What do you, what, God, Starkers? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a Bordies man. I think we've spoken about this before, Chris. Yeah, I know, but you're, you're a surfer. I'm a, I'm a swimmer. I don't surf. Yeah, true. True. But yeah, they were expecting 10 to 12 foot faces. Later this afternoon. Oh, so it's only getting bigger, is it? It's getting oh, bigger tomorrow. Lordy, lordy. But yeah, look, so there's a lot of surf around. But the game, Cronulla were completely dominant. 
Newcastle got close, but I don't think they were ever actually in it. And they they were actually they had the wind in the first half, and then they were running against it. And yeah, unfortunately for them, to see for Talakai was unbelievable. Oh, he's a unit, isn't he? Seventeen tackle breaks. Yeah, I've never seen seen that high. Oh, it was just, just, just so hard to stop. And the post-contact metres were huge as well. Uh, 12-6, Penny Panthers still leading South Sydney. About four gone in the second half there. So Aidan Tolman scores in game 300. Uh, that's a huge effort, isn't it, for him? Because he doesn't, the big polar bear doesn't score. Well, the rugby league gods have been very interesting the last couple of weeks. We had Ray Stone, who gave the game away against oh, yeah. Cronulla Sharks with the cannonball tackle the next week. He gets to win it in Golden Point, but he blows out his ACL. And this week, Aiden Tolman, 300th game, first try scorer. Well, back on Ray Stone, and you rewind to last year as well. You remember Ray Stone was dropped the ball, dropped the ball. And that that was he was pretty hard done by there. Because, well, I know there's no Reed, there was no Reed Money, and he, he has played hooker, but he's not a dummy half. Ray Stone, God bless him anyway. So he's out for the season. Did you see the try by Siona Katoa? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Anyone? He, he's a special for that. That's like, okay, if our listeners haven't seen it, go back and watch the highlights or Google it. So we know what the wingers are capable of these days. Now, you know, in recent years with the, with the corner post not in play. Um, and I remember way back when, I think it was David Nofaluma, might have been at Leichhardt Oval, may have been at Wynn. Campbelltown. Was it Campbelltown, was it? Stanley. That was in the southwestern corner. And he was the one, I think, that started, like, did the first miraculous yeah. acrobatic put down. There was a Brett Morris one. Same season, I think. I tell you where that. Was. I tell you where I called one actually at Shark Park. It would have been in the northwestern corner a few years ago. I think it would have been um, B Moz. His hundredth try, I think. I tell you what, might have been. Yeah, we've seen some beauties, haven't we? But the one tonight, you won't. I don't. I don't think you can see a better one. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. Uh, are they the most exciting winger pairing in the NRL? Renato Mulatalo and Sione Katoa. Yeah. They can score some freakish tries on that wing, and they probably a, are in the in the one team. Be. Like if you look at you look at Penrith, they've got Toto and Staines. Yeah, South, you're not sure who's on the wing every week. Mate, this Penrith team, Gibbo. I was watching. Uh, I don't know if you saw their um, second try in the first half. It was left to right, and you will not see it was it was it was just beautiful. It was poetry. Yeah, it was a beautiful thing. The way they just shifted the ball so smoothly. Uh, seamlessly, and more so rapidly, the speed with which these guys are moving, and they're all in sync. You know, it's it, you can't be out of place by yeah you know, a split second, and, and the whole chain falls apart. It just sung through the back line, and they scored out in the in the corner, but there was no one within Cooey of them. Well, it's it's but welcome be... to our, our remnants, remnant guests from Cooey Corner. Yeah, that's by the, the closest people were over in Shark Park. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be the big task for Penrith the next couple of years because obviously they're going to be losing heaps of players. So you've got your happy Coruscant next year, the Army kick out. How they're going to be able to continue the systems that they put in place and continue on. But from the first couple of games this year, it's looking pretty good. Do you think they've already taken their lumps a little bit? Because they've lost quite a few. Like It's not as if it's like they're going to the first turnover just now. Well, like, if you look at who they've lost, they lost uh, Kirk Catewell, and they look like they've replaced him with Liam Martin. Then out in the centres, they lost Matty Burton. Matt Burton. I say you're replaceable, but Tago's doing really well, isn't he? Unbelievable. He scored a try early. He scored three last week. So it it looks like they're being able to... Well, that's what you get, right? And and this is probably... This is West Tigers fans will probably be nodding right now. That's what you get 
when you invest heavily in pathways and you are a development club, right? Yeah. Now that, and, and people are all looking for short-term solutions for West Tigers. They're saying sack Madge and sack, sack whoever, sack the halfback, sack the lot of them. The club needs to build and is building towards that type of pyramid yeah. that Penrith have, have spent the last five or ten years building, right? That's what a development club is, and that's what the West Tigers need to become. Just on that, Chris, we, we've seen Kelma Tualangi, who's oh, a second rower, and yes. he has been phenomenal. One of the shining lights for the West Tigers, and there have been reports that he's already linked to Manly. Oh. I think he's already signed, hasn't he? Already signed. Yeah, well. Like, well the, the Tigers uh, was, well, when do the hits stop for the Tigers fans? I think the Tigers were slow I don't to think sign it's him. All, I don't think it's all signed, sealed, and delivered. Is right, okay, okay. But, At I least mean, I hope it's not, because I've really been impressed with. So, he, did he come through Melbourne system? I, I haven't even, I haven't even, yeah, yeah. done the. The, the uh, juniors are there, though, right? Chris. The juniors are there, mate. They well, I tell you what, go to the West Tigers website now, and I declare my colours. I'm working for them now, right? Uh, started this week. Congratulations. So, thank, yeah, thanks. So you know, I, I, I guess I can try and speak objectively. Well, I will. I'll be professional and speak objectively about it. From what I've seen there in the in the one week that I've been there, um, and and forget the fact they've lost four around around the joint, um, I think I think the place will become a big big place, a very yeah. successful club down the track, and the reason being one of the reasons being is is their investment at the moment heavily in pathways. That's going to take time to bear fruit. Yeah, um, you jump on that website tonight, and and I know because I wrote the article myself. Um, just some insights in, into what, what they're doing. But the thing with the Penrith juniors is a lot of these players have come up with a winning culture. Like we, we heard last year. Yeah, how, and it, how becomes much a, those... it becomes habitual. And, and so they don't know how to lose. No, winning's a habit. You're right. And then last night you're watching the Tigers and I don't, the habit there was not winning. They did not know how to ice a game with five minutes no, to go. Well, that's what it looked like. Okay, and that that's, that is a problem I'm sure Michael Maguire is addressing. Well, I know, I know it is. They failed to ice it against the Warriors when they were down a man, right? So there's yeah. clearly an issue there, right? We yeah. got that. I got that. Everyone knows that. Blind Freddy can see that. Yeah. But what Blind Freddy can also see, I think after last night, whether you like the game or not, and I said earlier, I was in, I was, it held me for 80 minutes, probably because I'm a bit too close to it. Yeah. It was a bit scrappy, the game. But you can't tell me that those players did not play for each other and their coach in the club. For sure. My, absolutely. Defence yeah. is all about mindset and attitude, and I thought they were terrific in defence. Yeah. It was such a cruel way to end the game as well, oh because I thought God. Jock Madden was one of the better players yeah. on both absolutely. sides. And unfortunately, Aaron Clark, who've just come back onto the field, is able to get that ball free, and as we saw, AJ oh, Brimson absolutely. went over. Mate, it is just cruel. I was watching it with my two young boys, and they stayed up a bit later than they should, particularly my nine-year-old, the one that I said, don't come uh, home if you get a mullet. Yeah, the mullet man. He stayed up as well watching it, and it was like, yeah. oh, did that just happen? You know, with those games, though, Chris, a lot of people like the high-scoring games, but when a match like that gets to the 60th, the 70th minute, it starts to get exciting just because nothing has happened, and yeah. you know something is going to happen. And oh. I just felt last night when the Tigers did get up, you still thought, hold on a sec, oh, you I know. guys. Hold on I a sec. Know. This I is know. not over. No, and particularly they took the two instead of maybe going for the well, six. Hindsight's a beautiful I, thing, but... We, we took a call earlier this afternoon from John from Harrington Park, and he said, and, and I sort of agreed with him, is that even though they took the two, they still got the kickoff back. 
Yeah. And they were able to defend it. It was Luke Brooks giving away a penalty. Tell me this, though. We saw last week or the week before, and Mitchell Moses got uh, lambasted, if that's the right word. Do you remember he took an eternity or or soaked up all of the time? What's he got? The 50 seconds or more than that? That's what I thought. I was saying last night. Is it one minute, Pat? Oh. Oh, no, uh, Panthers just scored. Oh, sorry. Because I, well, I'm pretty sure at penalty goals, they have one minute allotted and then the time goes off. Oh, minute 20. Minute, minute 20. 20. Okay. Righto. So why was the clock stopped and then he only took five seconds to take the penalty yeah, shot? Because I, I'm pretty I sure... thought he could have stood there and addressed the ball for another 40 seconds or so. Exactly. Because well, he only, it looked like it was only 45 seconds. So there should have been more time, but still. No, it's I mean, not in the spirit of it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, look, you know. If you were out there, Chris, what... What would your have play be? I know it's easy to say after the matter of fact, but would you have taken the two? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's a gimme. Uh, yeah. I would have probably taken it, and then if they do score, they've still got to convert. But I would have. Um, yeah, I would have. What What about the the chat around it though? Does that say there's yeah, no? Six, sorry, sixteen six Panthers over Souths. Um, half an hour remaining. So who's that taken? Taylor May. Taylor May. Another Taylor one off May. The, he scored a hat trick last week. Another one off the production line. I'll cut that rat's tail off. It's just, it needs to be cut off. I'm not sure that, you, I don't know. It's a blonde rat's tail with, with it's plaited. So he's got black hair with the blonde rat's tail out the back. Um, Talon. He's the younger brother of Tyler, I believe so. Tyler, younger yeah. brother? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got the tats up the neck as well. Oh. And the goatee. You like the look? I, I don't I don't no. like it, but I also probably wouldn't that spend two minutes That trainer's got some scissors no. in his pocket. He could just snip that off now. Maybe it's a generational thing, Chris. I think it might be. Yeah. Like, I just sort of be. accept it and say, well, there you go. I've got some mates, right, and they're, they're long-suffering. Here's another one texting some rubbish into me now, right? They're long-suffering Tigers fans. Um, they sent through, and they've got this group chat going on. And, mate, honestly... They really need to get a life and get a grip. And they know who they are if they are listening. You know, blokes like Hawley and, and Housie and Nobsy and Fergo, they're good old men, right? They're old farts now, old grumpy men. And they've they got nothing better to do than um, send their grievances to each other about West Tigers. There was one they sent through, and I, I'm just trying to find it. Here it is here. Here it is here. It's a meme. It's a meme. Um, it said, the most, it's, it's the most painful things known to man. One is a, a bullet ant sting. What's a bullet ant? Is that like a bull ant? Bigger ant, yeah. Are they bigger than bull ants? Yeah. So it's a bullet ant sting. The others are torn Achilles. So yeah. these are the most painful things known to man. Um, childbirth. Well, painful for women, but yeah. And uh, supporting the West Tigers. Yeah. Or the Warriors. I would say the Warriors <laughs> are pretty close. Yes. Uh, anyway. That was such a strange game. The Warriors versus the West Tigers last week, because yeah. because I I think those well, the, well, two West supporters... Tigers fans come on get in touch with us and look I've declared McCullers right so I'll I'll be objective. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? What did you think about last night? Um, are you are you prepared to jump ship or or, or you're on the other side of the coin? As you know, through as Madge was saying, I, I think in one of his his press com press conferences through you know tough times build tough clubs, and they'll just stick at it and get stronger. Um, by the week. Let us know what you think um, about the West Tigers. So that was an eight-point eight try. try. Yeah, Mar- uh, Murray got... Okay, that's because he's got uh, clobbered by a knee. Um, Host, sorry. Jacob May, May, as he scored oh, that. Taff. <laughs> Is it, are you sure it's tough? Who's that bloke? We'll just go through the whole team. Uh, I knew a South The fan. try scorer from Penrith, May, Taylor May, correct, got yep. kneed to the cheekbone as he scored. 
So for an eight-point try, it has to be in the process, uh, foul play in the process of scoring the try, which that was. So if they score the try and then uh, a player comes across and collects them with a knee, that can't be an eight-point try because it wasn't in the process of scoring the try, if I've made sense. And it looks like it was the halfback, Lachlan Ilias. So that was uh, no, no way, none from, from four. You had, you had four, four cracks at who no, it was. I had four because I had Murray got called out when the referee told him. I saw that. And you said host. And then I saw the. And Taff. And Taff. You won't give it away. Taff's not and, even playing. And, Taff's and, not and even playing. He's a South fan. He's a South fan. Yeah. Yeah, and Taff's <laughs> not even playing. See, that's, that is just you want to get it out, you want to get it out, but your brain's just not following. And me. Taff's not playing. That's like, a shocker. It looks like Jackson Paulo's going off there too. Give yourself an uppercut. Can, can we get. Drink? Are you back on or not? On, yeah, you, I'm back, you back on. on the wagon. Yeah, back on the I'll wagon. Get him with his way. I'll have one too. Oh, I think this is a cider, Chris. Can you this put is it actually in? a cider, mate? Can you? Yeah. I'll there give you it go. to you. No, that's like a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> give that to me. I'll give the cider to Don't you. I'll spill take it the on rum. the bloody microphone. <laughs> I'll Thank take you. the rum. Beautiful. Thank you. I had, uh, I was in Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, help yourself. Uh, <laughs> 0457 just the one. 0457 that's the text line. Shoot me through a text. You might have some thoughts on West Tigers. Manly, you might have some thoughts on that. Sharkies fans, uh, you're probably in the bar um, at the moment. Uh, get in touch with us. You have to weigh in. You've got to give me something if you do want a complimentary drink. Wednesday, uh, one of our, our, our keen listeners, Bondi Jack, he's very similar to me, right? He, he's an ocean swimmer. I think he's about my age, a bit older. Um, he was telling me he used to... He used to like going to nudist beaches. I'm not like that. There is one over eastern suburbs. Uh, yeah, that's where he went. Oh, nice. Mary around Jane, near, yeah, it? around Lady Jane or Lady around Jane, uh, La- yeah, yeah. yeah, it's near Nelson Park, I think it is. Oh, I think you've got it pinned in your map, Chris. <laughs> well, no. Well, the thing is, he off. He also spent some time in Perth, and I spent a, a few years over there with Western oh, Reds. So I had me. a Perth. No, you kidding me? I had a, I had a, a beach over there, right? Yeah. Yeah. How was it? Great. Great, yeah. I'm saying to the mad Russian who was producing on Wednesday. <laughs> was he producing? What was he doing? He was what was he here. doing? He was here on Wednesday night um, just explaining to him this beach that I went to. So I was a sort of a lifeguard at North Cottesloe Beach, right? No waves there. No. Yeah. But good to do ocean swims. Yeah, fair enough. A lot of great whites, but um, anyway, no, about 600 metres up uh, south, just up around the, the little rocky headland. Well, it's not a rocky headland. It's just a few rocks. Yeah. That's where all the um, the dancers go for a full time for a full um, full body uh, tan. You with uh, me? Yeah, I'm with you. And were you patrolling this beach as well? Well, sometimes I had to just go and check. Yes. Yeah, it was strictly just for work a, purposes. Just me and the walkie-talkie. It was strange though because you had your sunglasses on. Roger that. Every time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Exactly. Uh, roving patrol, roving patrol to, uh, yeah, to, over and to out, tower. Over and out. Uh, we have, yeah, 200 metres south of the flags. Uh, we have an incident here. Uh, there, well, so, some Barry's of them, here again. Barry's here again. Some of them, some of them really should cover up, right? They were just so overt, these guys and girls, right? And I noticed a common thing about the guys that were quite happy to play beach volleyball. They were all, yeah. Hogged up. Would you yeah. say hogged up? How would you say it? They were... Um, yeah. Yeah, hogged up. Well, that, that's awesome. But I've always but been not, I didn't think they were truly representative of the average bloke on the street, right? Those guys? No, I don't think so. No. Well, I mean, I can only talk about what I know. And 20 points to six. They're in again. <laughs> Penny Panthers. Sorry to change the subject. Oh, come on. I was just getting to my... Endowment. 
We, let's get off. Let's get off. Oh, I tell you, I tell you what. Talking of it, let's stay on this endowment. This always thing. goes down oh, this track geez, whenever well, I. Come. You see, I've got this doctor right, and I go for a skin check once a year or whatever, just for you know, because I'm often in the sun. Anyway, he's a Polish fella, and I won't give away his. Um, I won't give his name or anything. Anyway, he's doing the whole on me. Or, yeah, for, it's a full skin. Yeah, well, yeah. and it's a bit embarrassing, but you've got to yeah. open the toes and pull back bits and pieces, and, you know, you've got to really, you know, mm. examine. Yep. Anyway, we started chatting, and um, he had something on one of uh, a business card or a pamphlet on his desk. So he's actually a, how do I, a cosmetic surgeon as well. Oh, right. That does that procedure that you would probably be needing. referring to yeah, for those yeah. that might need yeah, yeah. endowment. Yeah, fair enough. Wow. Have you got I his said, uh, business card, Chris? Well, he's my, my, my yeah, I go back and see him. So, <laughs> no. So I said, we started chatting about it. I said, so yeah, he does face tucks and, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And he said, Chris, in his strong Polish accent too, which I can't do, um, also doing these. Now, should you be oh, interested? Yeah, well. The, in, the enlargement. Yeah, well, you should have said, oh, do you have zip pay? Yeah. After pay, can I? Uh, lay by. Yeah, lay by. Can I get it now? <laughs> yeah. Get it now. Yeah. Enjoy Harvey, the perks. Like Harvey Norman, no interest in uh, over three years. And then because hey, well, hang on, hang on. I'm not saying I needed it. Well, I'm not saying you did either. I'm, I'm saying, saying he suggested it. Yeah, well. But so he was. he's come up with this new um, procedure, right, for that. Yeah. And he didn't have a name for it. And I'm an ideas man. I'm into marketing and all that, right? And he had these weird sort of names for it. And I came up. With this for the procedure or the, the 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 cosmetic part of it, I said, "Why don't you call it Endow?" Endow. Mm. Yeah. So it could be coming to a chemist shelf. Well, I've got, I'm booked in to see Monday surgeon. morning, nine a.m. Yeah, so up I'll, there I'll... at Monavale. <laughs> yeah, just around the corner. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Righto, come on. This is supposed to be a rugby league show. All right, uh, you're free to stay. You're free to go. I mean. On a serious note, you have yeah. been off the off the syrup. Yeah, I have been off the syrup. How are you yeah. feeling? I pretty much the same. I feel yeah, like my brain's working better. a little. Yeah, mm. I don't. I look normally a bit dishevelled, but mm. I feel like my brain is working a little better. Like it's. Like I usually come yeah, in on Yeah, sometimes a you have a little bit of time. I have little blanks. stringing things. So do I. Yeah, but so maybe it's about working at that. But yeah, no. So I've been off, but I think I'm gonna jump back in. Jump yeah. back in the world. But anyway, yeah. look, Chris. There you go. Thank you. Oh, all that's right. another. Drink that's responsibly. Another cider, Don't. Sorry, that's another cider. That's the low alcohol though. You'll be all right. Oh, low. Is that a sober? So, I think it's no, a sober. That's, that's, that one's a sober. <laughs> that's a sober. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can take that one. Thank you, because I've got to drive. Give me another one. I had. I was saying I had um, nice cab sav the other night. A Coonawarra, with Bondi Jack. So similarly, so he drink Coonawarra is his go-to cab sav. So same with me. Yeah. His beer is Stella. Same so, with me. And he happened to frequent those beaches. And his uh, his favourite dating site is Puppy Lovers, or we didn't get into that. I don't know yeah. what his marital status is. Okay, and well, I would have thought you yeah, might have you know, to maybe well, ask yeah, that well, first. What, he's not a, a divorcee, a single father, <laughs> a single income, single father like me. Well, I'm not sure. Do we, no you Jack, wanna, are you out there? You don't want to get in the dating app chat now, do you? We, I think we've had twenty all... points to six Penny well, Panthers look, over we've South gone Sydney. Through by half an hour, Chris. I, I was surprised that the first words out of my mouth wasn't. Dating apps. Oh, right. no, we can go there if you want to go there. Yeah. I don't really care. We'll, we won't take a break for it. It's, it's half past nine, uh, to be precise, on April Fool's Day, by the way. And you've got three of them here in the studio. One's about to go. Let's be let's two of us in here. Half past nine in Sydney, half past eight 
in Brisbane. This is your Friday night edition of Higher Ground. Yes, it is. 20 points to 10. Uh, 20 points to 10. So the Bunnies have uh, gone in. Uh, Cody Walker has just scored there. 20 points to 10. A uh, kick to come. 18 minutes remaining. So I'll take you through this. Latrell Mitchell's just moved in. And just before he's hit the ball, he's pulled out and almost stubbed his toe, Latrell. Maybe the ball was about to wobble off the uh, of the kicking tee. So he's uh, lining up again. Penrith 20, leading South Sydney 10 uh, with this uh, kick to come uh, from Latrell. So uh, it's a good game, this one. Um, Panthers had an eight-point uh, try awarded to them, and he's curled that around, so flags are up. So uh, Panthers 20, leading the Bunnies 12, with uh, just under 18 minutes to uh, to play in that one. Earlier tonight, Cronulla Sharks defeated Newcastle Knights 18 points to nil, four tries to nil. The try scorers, Aidan Tolman, Sione Katoa, Sifa Talakai, and Will Kennedy. Left-hand side, Kennedy. He finds Talakai. Talakai swatted away from one. Got away from another one. So Sifa Talakai still going. He wants to offload, but he can't. Oh, that's a great run. So Sifa Talakai picked up 20 in the crowd. Didn't they love it? It's so like the... he plays in the prison comp, doesn't he? <laughs> Talakai. Braley wants to go that way. Braley goes out the back. Here's Hines. Here's Kennedy. Here's Katoa. Katoa stepping. Oh, Bradman oh. best. He just threw him over the touchline. They read that. They saw it coming. Ooh. Oh, great tackle. He rushed. What? That wasn't just a sip of Talakai That was Talakai again. again. Wow. Last play. The Shark is on the attack into this steep breeze. Right here side, Tolman. Game 300. Aiden Tolman crashes over. Well, you can't write the script. Tolman in game 300. He was determined. He was a man on the mission. And he goes bang. Kennedy now to Ramian. Ramian, he gets it to Katoa who dives. Dives over the top of them. Plants the ball down and scores a spectacular try, Katoa. You can hear the cheers. Tolman's having a spell. He's crossing the touchline. <laughs> oh, okay, Dominic Young. Sin bit for 10 minutes. Dangerous tackle there, son. He's got a 10 metres out from the try line. They've got to find something here, the Newcastle Knights. They play the ball 10 metres out. The fans trying to help them shut. Oh! You won't see a bigger hit from Braden Hammond-Ueli. Wow! That's the biggest hit I think I've ever seen. Ever seen. There goes Bulatalo. He's got Talakai support. He links up with Talakai. He palmed away from man. He goes over and the Sharky score. Well, he deserved one. He got denied a try in the first half, Talakai, and he scores a try. There goes Bulatalo. He's got Talakai support. He links up with Talakai. He palmed away from man. He goes over and the Sharky score. Well, he deserved one. He got denied a try in the first half, Talakai, and he scores a try. 18 points to nil. That call there on SEN, Joel Kane and uh, Scott Sattler. Oh, I heard Jolie say there that... Uh, well, I better turn that microphone on. That probably sounds a whole lot better there. Uh, Jolie Kane and Scotty Sattler. I heard Joel saying that was the biggest hit he's ever seen. Joel's been around the game for a long, long time. I haven't seen the the, uh, the highlights of that match, but I will uh, dig them out and have a look at that shot from Braden hamlin Ueli. I just wonder, Jolie boy, if you saw last week's shot by Semi Valame, I think, on AG Brimson. I think it was on AJ. AJ shouldn't be with us today. Um, he was chopped in half quite almost. Well, next time Jolie sees Brandy in the corridors here, because Brandy called the Valame hit the biggest one he's ever seen. Right. 
And well, maybe Joel and Brandy in the corridors of SEN could yeah. put a shot on each other. See how winner, that pans winner, out. Yeah, winner gets the... Hey? <laughs> yeah. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, Brandy would still have a bit of power in that, that shoulder leg thrust, I would have thought. Bang, Jolly. Jolly's got the size on Brandy. Anyway, we don't condone violence, not here in the SEN corridors. 18 points to nil, so going good, aren't they, Sharkies? Get in touch with me. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. we are out at the ground. Uh, so they lost, didn't they, in round one, uh, 24-19, the Sharkies, but they've uh, put three back-to-back. Round two, um, round two, they beat the Eels there by two points. Round three, uh, comfortable, convincing win against the Dragons, 36-12. And uh, then tonight, another comfortable win. Could have been a whole lot more if Nico Hines had have, uh, landed a few more. Uh, 18 points to nil. Let me look ahead. So next up for the Sharkies. Uh, okay, you've got the West Tigers. That's on next Sunday. And Newcastle Knights play Manly on Thursday. Come in Irish. We have Daniel from Prairiewood. Daniel from Prairie. Good evening, mate. How are you? Good. Why? How are you, mate? Good, brother. What do you got for us? I just want to mention the, uh, the well, I suppose, the big three uh, of the Storm signing on today. Uh, Handy, Xavier huh? Coates, uh, J- Jerome Hughes and uh, Harry Grant have all penned, uh, penned long-term contracts with Melbourne Storm, which uh, yeah. bodes very well for the club going forward. And... Um, I think the uh, the elephant in the room now is uh, the last one uh, is Cameron Munster. Cameron Munster. Um, so Pap's already done, isn't he? I mean, they've got it. Uh, yes. Yeah, he's done. They're looking good. That that uh, dynasty, if you want to call it that. What happens to uh, the coach? Um, I don't think that really matters too much. They've they've locked their key pieces away and. Um, that's what the good clubs do, don't they? They they have their spine and a couple of other X-factor or marquee players. Uh, and then what Craig Bellamy has been able to do is just sort of manufacture other players that mightn't soak up too much of your cap. And uh, they become they become household names in, in a year or two. That seems to be the formula that has worked so well for Melbourne for, for many, many years. Billy Slater then, they reckon that he uh, is being groomed for that top job there. Thoughts on that, Daniel? Yeah, look, well, I'm like you. I, I mean, I know we've discussed it previously. I'm, I'm, I'm firmly aligned to the fact that I think Craig Bellamy will continue to coach on. Yeah. Um, he, he doesn't look like he's, he's losing any sort of vigor or passion for, for the coaching caper. Uh, I think they'll have to carry him out in the box. Yeah. But um, look, um, mahogany or pine? Wait. <laughs> pine, pine. He's, yeah. he, he's from Portland. Yes. Uh, but, uh, but. Yeah, now look, it's it's an interesting one. I mean, obviously, you never say never to Billy Slater, but the the funny thing is that the big three, the original big three, in terms of you know Slater, Smith, and Cronk, have yep. all on, been on record saying they don't want to they don't want to become a head coach because they've been turned off it mm. due to the fact that they've seen yes. you know the amount of effort, time, and um, you know work ethic that that Craig Bellamy has put in over the years. Yeah, but. Now that now that now that uh, Slater's dipping his toe into the Queensland Origin setup, who knows? He might get the bug. He might mm. realise, wow, this is something I really want to do. I mean, very 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 few go from rugby league uh, first grade into coaching, uh, mm. or, or I should say that all the media back to coaching because the media becomes such a a comfy gig and a well a well you know paying gig at that as well. But look, Sl- Slater's one of those one of those individuals in life that 
if he's going to give something a crack, he's going to he's going to throw the, you know his entire self into it, into, including the kitchen sink. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, if head coaching at at the NRL level is in his future. I mm. suppose first first let's see how he goes with the Maroons. Nico Hines has been the buyer of the season, says uh, Steve from Padstow, and uh, well, it's a, you can't you can't keep them all, Melbourne fans. Listen, how's that podcast of yours coming along? Mate, it's doing really, really well. Uh, Give our, it a plug. Yeah, our, our listenership is continuing to grow. Storm Warning with Gobbs and Doc, available on Google uh, Podcasts. Uh, it's now on Audible, Amazon, Apple, and wherever you find your good and bad podcasts. Wonderful stuff, Dan. Thanks for your, um, your loyalty, mate, and, and listening. Uh, always good to have a chat with you, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. All right, there is Dan from Prairiewood and also a host of that that podcast there as well. Round the grounds we go. Penrith 20 leading South Sydney 12. Ten minutes to go. Panthers on the attack again. We will uh, come back and listen to both coaches from the earlier match tonight. We'll do that after this next break. Uh, the Sharks 18 beat the Knights blot. Yeah, hope you're well, wherever you might be uh, tuning in. Great to have your company here on Higher Ground. Up here, we have got it all covered, and we've certainly got the match between Penrith and South Sydney covered. Panthers, 26 now, leading the Bunnies, 12. 26-12, just under seven minutes to play. So uh, they'll need something special here, uh, the Bunnies, to get themselves out of this one. Five tries to two. Taylor May scored a hat-trick last week, didn't he, against Newcastle? Um, this young uh, left-side winger for Penny Panthers. He scored a double tonight already, so who's to say another hat-trick's not out of the question. Five tries to two it is at the moment. Um, Tago scored the opening try after just two minutes. Stephen Crichton scored. Taylor May has scored back-to-back tries. And Liam Martin scoring as well for the Bunnies um, who have we got there? Campbell Graham and Cody Walker, their try scorers. So Nathan Cleary, only two from five. And uh, Latrell Mitchell, two from two. So we'll keep you uh, across that. Earlier on tonight, you heard highlights uh, just before. 18-0, Cronulla beating Newcastle Knights. A um, couple of texts coming through here as well. Um, we're talking about rat's tails and mullets. Um, is it Tago's rat's tail? I said, well, let's just chop it off because it really looks like it needs to be chopped off. And um, Nathan Cleary's mullet, I don't like. That, that was May. That was May? Yeah, that was May. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor yeah, you mate. Can yes. see it from... Yeah, he needs to come off, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and if I was there with scissors, in, I'd, I'd do it myself. Uh, rats, tails and mullets should be a send-off offence, says Steve. I'm, I'm with you, mate. At least a sin bin. Um, Chris, you're back, uh, mate. Go bunnies. That's Steve again. Yes, mate. This will be, though, I, I think my last higher ground for uh, the foreseeable. Oh. Oh. Was that a sigh? Was that, a, was that an applause? Uh, I, as I said earlier, I have taken on a full-time role with uh, with the West Tigers. So that'll take up a fair bit of my time. But uh, hopefully I might be able to fill in here and there with the odd shift. Um, certainly not burning my bridges here. Love the work that I've, you know, love being here. Love the people. Love the station. So uh, hopefully the only way is up for um, SEN from this point forward. Uh, the reptile, Reptile's been quiet, hasn't he, uh, tonight? Uh, g'day, Chris. Ashley Klein refereeing has been tonight, has been the most biased display. Honestly, disgraceful. 
Well, I haven't been watching the match closely enough, uh, Reptile. You, uh, you rambunctious, uh, resplendent reptilian you. Where are you too? I mean, your silence is deafening. Where, where are you? You're very conspicuous by your absence, Reptile. Uh, come back, my friend. Come back. It's nine minutes to ten. We'll take a break shortly. Before we do, though, just back on that earlier match tonight, convincing win. Well done by the Sharkies. 18 points to nil over the Knights. Let's listen to their coach now, Craig Fitzgibbon. Uh, I thought, yeah, Sifa Talakai was, um, you know, he's, he grew up a centre Sifa, but obviously um, played middle, back row and centre, so it was a big job for him out there and um, thought the, the back five were enormous uh, to start the sets and uh, we got off the back of that, but there was plenty of good performers, but yeah, Sifa probably was, stood out. Do you have to tackle him much at training day? Oh, a little bit. He's a powerful man. Um, I have to agree with Fitzy as well. And you know, I think his versatility, you know, his strength is obviously got the ability to play in the middle, back row, and in the centres. And um, you know, he's a nightmare for their right edge tonight. So um, I'm glad he's on our team. Because he was up against Dane Gagai, rep centre's had a terrific start to the year. Which is important. I mean, you're down a few troops in that position. Just how important is he to be able to fill that gap? I thought it was crucial for him to. Um, <coughs> You know, to to hold up his position against Dane Gago, he's a quality player, and you know they Dane got him a couple of times, and they got they sort of ding dong a little bit there. But I thought, um, yeah, he just he just no fuss, eh? he just Sifa, he just went about his work and and had a powerful performance. But um, he'll uh, yeah he'll he'll keep working at his game. We'll see where he lands, whether he's back row, centre, or middle. It's incredibly difficult conditions out there tonight. Did you, did you guys chat about it before? Were you seen like you just handled a lot better than Newcastle? Uh, we did. We, um, you have to have some sort of awareness about what could happen with conditions like that. It was very tricky. Obviously, the kicking was, you know, you've only, if you hit it downwind and it sticks in the air, it can go, you know, go for miles. If it goes off to the side, it's going that way. It's very tricky. So um, we talked about the importance of, just the fundamentals of our game and, and kicking well and uh, transitioning well, but it was still it was still difficult to get done. Like it wasn't. I don't think we were fantastic at it, but we we, we tried our best in the conditions. What it mean to see Aiden Tyler get a try a couple yeah. of minutes on? Just talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We watched like a highlight reel of his career uh, yesterday, and. All the tries were either diving on grubbers or barging over like that. It was, um, but he just, that's, that's Aiden, just turns up. Like he just turned up. Like there was nothing doing, and he just turns up and gets one. He just sort of, yeah. Um, no, I was really happy for him. Like that was, he was so uncomfortable during the week that it was about him. He was really, yeah, really uncomfortable that the, we were, um, putting him on shade to, to make him feel good, but he uh, no, he just he went about his work, delivered a performance like he always does, and um, 300 games in the middle is that's uh, no rare feat. Well, there is Craig Fitzgibbon. Uh, Got to be happy, hey? Got to be very, very happy with the way uh, the the Sharkies are tracking, going great guns, particularly defensively. Holding any opposition scoreless is is not easy to do. And as I said earlier on, it's the first time since 2016 that Cronulla has held an opposition to zero. 18 points to nil over the Newcastle Knights. Um, in mitigating factors, I guess you could say, for Newcastle. 
no Lockie Fitzgibbon, no Mitch Barnett. They'll, they'll be without him for another uh, five games. Uh, David Clemmer still out as well. They lost Tyson Frizzell in the second half to a hamstring injury. Dom Young was put in the sim bin as well for a dangerous tackle. So we'll have to wait and see. They may well be without him for uh, another week or two as well. So things were just starting to look you know, look pretty for, for Newcastle. Uh, but suddenly they have been uh, just pegged back a rung or two. We'll hear from their coach next. Yes, it is. And it's also not just higher ground with moi, but it is full time. Full time uh, between the Penny Panthers and South Sydney Rabbitohs out there at Bluebet Stadium. Uh, Panthers winning 26 points to 12. 26 points to 12. So the Panthers are unbeaten in their past 19 games at Bluebet Stadium. So I tell you what, that's got to be a, a horror venue, isn't it? It's a graveyard now for anyone to go out there and think they can come away with a win. 19 straight at Bluebet Stadium. Um, they really have been a powerhouse, particularly at home, haven't they? Uh, the well, Panthers over the past couple of years. Their powerhouse uh, run has largely been over COVID as well. So a lot of their home games would have been at Queensland. Mm. 26-12. Yeah, no, you've got a good point, you mate. Five tries to two. Try scorers for the Penny Panthers. Uh, Tago, Crichton, May with a double, and Martin. Uh, Graham and Walker, Campbell Graham and Cody Walker scoring for the Bunnies. Five tries to two full-time there. 26 points to 12. Now, um, we're going to hear from Adam O'Brien. Should we do that? Do you want to do that now? You want to go to a break? What say you? Sorry, at home? Um, Hang on, what are they saying? At home. Survey says, survey says, we go to Adam O'Brien, or survey says we go to a break. I think we might have Adam O'Brien on the other side of the break. Is he there, Adam? You oh. there? You there? No, we'll go. Oh uh, yeah, look, we're disappointed. Um, there were some parts of it that were really, really good um, defensively. I thought uh, we showed a ton of effort there, but unfortunately. The, the obvious one for me is that we haven't spent a lot of time together consecutively. I think we're we're in the right in the middle of like four six day turnaround, so we haven't spent a lot of time. But just as important, the personnel like we haven't had this fella for a few weeks. Last week we only had half a dozen guys. The team just hasn't over the last month spent much time together with our attack and that was clearly where we just looked really disjointed it didn't look as fluent as it had done in the first couple of weeks but we put a whole lot of effort into it then because we had the turnaround so the four six days in a row has hurt our ability to spend some time on that at training so there's no doubt that's a big focus we've got one more to go another six day now but then um, as long as we can hang on to some of that resilience that we've shown and um, and just get we need to get a little bit better with the ball certainly you know we didn't look like scoring a try I don't think tonight but um, yeah, we're, we're trying hard we're just got to get through this period Do you think you missed a trick in the first half with that strong wind at your back? Yeah a little bit I reckon uh, we might have overthought it, uh, the conditions too much I thought Cronulla done a, uh, the Sharks done a really good job but they played a bit of footy when they were coming into the wind and I thought we played more Coming into the wind, sometimes that's easier to do as well. Um, yeah, so we probably missed the boat there a little bit. But across the night, we were just off a little bit with our attack. Did those conditions, Caelan, play a bit of a part? All the passes that are going over the top or behind guys, was it hard to adjust to the wind tricking in that first half? Yeah, early on it probably did. I think probably just our mentality and how we started the game too. Um, 
Yeah, and then in the second half, yeah, we, we played a bit more footy and it gave us opportunities, but in that first half, I reckon they just started faster than us. How did you find it out there after a couple of weeks off? Um, more than too happy. <laughs> um, but it's good to be back. I'm happy to be back. Um, yeah, I'd like to win, though. Yeah, nice to have your company. Coming up to seven minutes past ten, seven, uh, seven minutes past ten here in Sydney, seven past nine uh, in Brisbane and through Queensland. Welcome to our listeners up there on the Goldie as well uh, on SEN 1620. Hello to uh, you guys. Uh, why does Adam O'Brien sound half asleep when he talks? Good coach, though, says Steve. I know. He's funny, isn't he, uh, Adam? He, he's got that real country sort of, I don't know, laconic is the right word, that drawl, that real country, almost a Queen, Queensland sort of drawl to his voice. I, where is he from, Adam O'Brien? Is, is, is he from the Newcastle area? I think he might be Queensland. I'm not. I'm trying to not to talk like Adam O'Brien. There was a grab last year, and I can't remember what game it was. It was, it was in his post-match press conference. And we played it and we played it and we played it. I swear, you know, I, we had to go to a break because I was absolutely Les kissing myself. Um, he's, he's a good knockabout bloke. You've done your Googling yet or not? Goulburn. He's from Goulburn? Goulburn, yeah. Is he? Yeah. yeah. But you can tell he's, yeah, he's, he's a country country fellow. So, you know, he wasn't making excuses there before. Well, maybe he was. Um, you can't imagine him in a Barney in a bathroom like was reported, can you? You what? What Barney and what bathroom? In the off-season last year, it was reported that he got into a blue. Oh, I don't in the think bathroom it was a blue, the... was it? I don't think it was a blue. I think he might have just pulled the collar of some bloke, pulled him into line, didn't he? That's a blue. Uh, scrap. Scrap. You ever been in a scrap? Uh, no. I got in a scrap, actually. A couple of melees in, in boarding Newcastle, school. of all places, once. I heard it happens up there. I tell you, mate. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh, I didn't see it coming. At a wedding. Oh, I'd had a few beers, obviously, but someone didn't like me. I don't know where the punch came from, but he got me. Anyway, that was way back when. Way back when. That's that's what happened back in those days. Mate, I might have been dancing with the wrong with his girlfriend or something. They don't like that, do they? Now, uh... You don't even listen to me. No, I am. Um, I was just going to say we can have a quick production meeting on air. We can yeah, go go through the, why don't we ask our listeners what they'd like us to do? We could go through the West Tigers game. Well, I think. Or we've I, got I think Jason we Demetrio waiting by just for us. Um, Is he ready to talk now? We'll go, go, it's live. Go to it. Jason Demetrio. Yeah, he's waiting. Beaten, beaten he, team. He's, beaten team by the Panthers and beaten convincingly. Pulled our way back into the game. And I thought back into the first half, we started looking a bit more like the team we set out to be. And then start of the second half, we started pretty well. Um, come up poor error and good ball, but then you know the decision to go twelve. I think it was twelve all. Lockenulius's Lock try got pulled back, um, or go to twelve ten. Um, you know that probably hurt us a little bit, and I feel like at the time, at the moment, we're a team who's who's chasing when we're behind. We're not comfortable being a few a try a few points behind or a try behind. We feel like you know we're chasing points and doing things that we shouldn't be doing. How much more of an obstacle did it make it losing Mark Nichols in the opening couple of minutes? Yeah, it does. It does. But we had a you know we had a four forward bench as well, so um, I felt like we could cover that a little bit. But you know, Jacob Post uh, got a knock as well and battled it out out there, but wasn't moving as well as he could. And then losing Jackson lost a bit of flow with our our attack as well. But that happens in the game. We got to deal with it. And um, at the end of the day, we've we've lost three games and and, and all three of them we've had 63 percent completion rate and. You know, we're not going to be at the top end where we want to be if we don't tidy that up. What's the prognosis with Mark and also with Jackson? Uh, Jackson's a head knock, so he'll go through the protocols 
this week and uh, Nico's just got a bad cork. So, um, yeah, we'll assess him early in the week. We've got a long turnaround, so he should, that should help him be right for next week. In spite of the loss, what did you think of your key position players and particularly young Lockie? He's obviously been in the headlines a lot over the course of uh, the summer and the opening few rounds. Oh, I thought he was good again. I thought he, he kicked well. I thought he kicked the game up better as the game went on. It was good to see him take the line on. Uh, he had a hand in, in our try, our first try especially. And um, again, he had to do some adjusting. And um, when Jackson went off, he had to defend a two defender. He had Jai inside him and they handled that really well. But yeah, like I said, we're just not giving our key players field position to do what we know they can do. And again, you come to Penrith and you, you, you give over cheap ball, it's going to be hard to get out of your end. And, like I said, the, the error we came up with at the start of the second half when we had a bit of field position, um, I don't remember us getting a shot down there again for another 20 minutes. Did you have a view on the eight-point try? Yeah, oh, look, his, his leg definitely comes out. I don't think he's trying to kick him. I think he's just try, his leg goes out as, as he's landing. But, um, yeah, it was disappointing. But, yeah, I can see where it comes from. Yeah, there was a bit of feeling out there. It's obviously developed into one of the better rivalries in the game at the moment. Yeah, it's always um, tough when we call against Penrith. Um, I guess a lot of emotion there because of the um, short history we've, we've had with them and the big games we played against each other. But um, you know, it's always a it's always a tough game when you come up against um, you know probably the you know the benchmark of, of the competition and and they've been they've been sort of um, you know top two for a long time. So yeah, I guess a little bit of emotion there, but um, yeah, it doesn't really mean anything when we. Um, you know, we can't get the two points, so uh, back to the drawing board. We'll see what we can do next week. Yeah, week's a long time, isn't it? Uh, things can change, I should say, in the space of a matter of days. Last weekend, last weekend, 28 points to 16. They demolished the Sydney Roosters. And, uh, well, as Cam Murray was just saying there, the Penny Panthers, they are and have been uh, the benchmark over the past couple of years. 26 points to 12. Bunnies beaten by the Panthers there, Cam Murray and uh, Jason Dimitri. We heard from them. We'll hear from uh, the winning coach and captain uh, shortly as soon as they do start to uh, address the media. Uh, we'll also, this hour, we will uh, we'll sort of pour over um, the disappointing result for West Tigers last night. I guess the luck, the bounce of the ball for Gold Coast Titans. Eight points to six, the Titans beat West Tigers. Uh, we'll also uh, hear from um, the winning and the losing coach from last night's game. So all that's still to come. This is higher ground. It's 14 minutes past 10. Yes, indeed it is. And just repeating the uh, the two scores tonight, the early match uh, played out there at Shark Park or Points Bet Stadium, uh, more correctly or accurately. Uh, Cronulla 18, Newcastle nil. And uh, just wrapping up out there at uh, the foot of the mountains or more accurately, uh, Blue Bet Stadium, uh, Penrith 26, defeating South Sydney 12, 26 points to 12. All right, so that's tonight's two games. Uh, let's rewind, shall we, 24 hours and uh, talk about the West Tigers' loss to the Gold Coast Titans. Highlights courtesy of SEN. Clark's at acting half, plays the ball, now does for Swimmer. Oh, what a wake, a head clash. Wow, they both reel out and he's dropped the ball and the Tigers have come up with it. Is that Jacob Little? Yeah, he's oh, not well. Oh, wow. Zero tackle, so they start the tackle count again. Oh. As Proctor unloads the Oh, he lost, lost it. it. And I think it was Tua Lungy who came across and he may have hurt himself. And I think Thompson may have hurt his hand as well. 
Little gives it to Peachy. Peachy now to Madden. Madden to Laurie. Oh. Stepped away from Kelly. Away from Marziu for the corner to Nofaluma into touch. It was a touching goal. Oh. Touching goal. And now Nofaluma on the outside of Proctor. Full back to beat. Inside of Sarko. But for Suomala Awi oh. came oh. and made the tackle. tackle. And he's knocked the ball on. Taking his time here, Luke Brooks moves in. They're not back to 10, the Titans either. Strikes it, never looked like missing. The last tackle, 70 seconds remain. Will they get a repeat set? Sexton. Oh, the kick has hit the upright. Oh, back oh. into the goal area. Madden there, he's lost, he lost the ball. It. He lost the ball. The Titans have scored. No he lost the ball. Oh. I think the Titans have scored. That's a try. Oh, it is. Kicks the goal to put the Titans in front. It's 8-6 with just seconds remaining. Yeah, there it is. Uh, um, just heartbreak. Heartbreak for West Tigers. Uh, it can be a cruel game. Uh, take nothing away, mind you, um, from the effort from Gold Coast Titans. But by their standards, the Titans, I think they'd even say they were pretty rubbish, certainly in attack. But you know what? You've got to... You've got to be there to make your own luck, and they were there for the, the full 80 minutes. Um, that final minute ball ricocheting off the upright, and uh, the West Tigers unable to clean up. And it's not as if they didn't have bodies back there, so the energy was still high. The scramble was there in defence, just the bouncing ball. Um, and who was it that dived on? AJ Brimson, I think it yeah, was. Brimson. It was Brimson that goes yeah. in then. And you saw the pictures of uh, Madge Maguire up there in the coach's box. And again, I do declare, McCullers, I am now working with the West Tigers and joined them this week, um, but will remain objective here on air. Um, I, I thought the better team lost. There you go. And I think Titans would probably say the same thing. Yeah, I don't think you're but, far off. But as I say, you make your own luck. And when things aren't going your way, they're, they're not going their way. But I, I you know, talking to quite a few of you know, of my mates who are West Tigers fans as as sort of scrappy as the match was, I I think everyone, um, West Tigers fans to a man, would say, okay, yeah, we're, we're struggling to score points. We're struggling to ice the situation. We're looking clunky. But defensively, it was a, a really strong resolve from the team. Um, Defense anyway, has been good all year as well for them. Yeah, with the exception, I think, of you know, well, that, the Newcastle, Newcastle game. game. The, a lot, uh, I think three of the tries came from kicks in the end. i got to tell you last night, though, I reckon... They were down about 8-3 eight, at halftime in penalty counts. There were a couple of things, and I don't want to sound like I've got my Tigers jersey on here, uh, and, and I do declare I have always had an allegiance to the club because I played for West Magpies for a few years. So they are one of the clubs that I would, if I was going to work back in the NRL or in rugby league management, um, they are one of probably three clubs that I would have worked with. Parramatta, I supported them as a kid, so I feel an affinity with them. Um and now I obviously live in the, the Manly district and coach in the Manly Juniors, so I've got a bit of an affinity um, there as well. But just so, but not, I'm being impartial here. I thought a few things went against the West Tigers. A couple of calls I was scratching my head about, and I was waiting for the, the commentators actually to elaborate on it, and I didn't get much. And the one I'm trying to think of the one. Uh, there were a couple at either end of the 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 game or the ground rather that I wasn't quite sure about. But anyway, look, it is what it is. Did you see one in the second half where um, uh, it was out to Dane Laurie on the right touchline, sort of thirty meters out, and uh, James Roberts didn't have anyone within ten meters of him, 
and he goes wide to Nofaluma, who's yes. doing a state out on him. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, 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 Jimmy, Jimmy the Jet, I mean, he, he hasn't got the toe that he had of yesteryear. Uh, he was he was strong, though. Uh, Big lad. He, he, he got some guns on him. Has got some, some doing guns Doing the beach weights. Huh? Looks like he's doing the beach mm. weights. Yeah. Anyway, they're 0 and 4, Tigers. So still some trouble in Tiger Town. Still some trouble there. Um, but I, you know, I thought if the club was trying to send a message of solidarity and, and, and players supporting each other and the coach, well, that message to me at least came loud and clear last night. Shall we hear, hear from Madge Maguire after he spoke after the heartbreaking two-point loss? It can be a cruel game um, to see my change room like that. They're, um, you know, I'm actually really proud of the players on how they continually stay at it and work. And um, you know, I'm really finding out a lot about, I guess, my coaching and you know, dealing with the players through these periods. Uh, and I couldn't be more proud of how they're they're fairly, uh, they're very rock solid. Um, so there's a lot of hurt in the change room at the moment. Um, but, you know, it's uh, 79 minutes, I think, whatever it was, you know, and we had it there. But, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. And uh, I say it again, you, uh, you're coaching the NRL. You've got to have broad shoulders. You've got to have a thick skin. And, uh, you know, I imagine all coaches do have some sleepless nights. And I spoke to Madge, I spoke to Madge this afternoon. Um, and he pretty much reflected what he said there. It can be a cruel game, but that's part that's part of the game. You've got to move on with it. He's quite a magnanimous person to talk to, Madge. He's positive. You talk to him and you really, you really, he's a special guy. Yes, he is. And I don't know him well. But I hear the likes of, you know, Joel and, and Sats, they know him a lot better than I do. And they speak glowingly of him. And, and the brief time that I've spent with him in the past week, um, you just warm to him. You, well, I do. Yeah, yeah. You can't help but respect him. Um, but whether it's Madge or whatever coach, when a coach, when a team's losing, right, and underperforming for a lengthy period of time, whether it be the Tigers or any other NRL club, I always feel for the bloody coach. I think, oh God, because they're going to take all this home to their families. They've they've got a life as well outside yeah. of outside of the football. They've got a life to live and um, a family to love and provide for and. I guess it must be hard to leave all that stuff at the front door, you know? Especially Tigers. They just didn't, they just cannot get out of the news. <laughs> Every single thing they do. Ah, no such thing as bad publicity, my friend. Well, the, the hey. two kids who had to buy their own plane tickets or something. There's only one thing worse than people talking about, about you. Yeah, yeah. Not talking about you. Right? Speaking of. What? The Titans. Yes. Well, let's hear, from, let's hear from the winning coach. I'm happy, yeah. As, as I said, I think they were really unlucky not to win last week. And I think round one, you know, they had Melbourne under a lot of pressure as well, round one. So I don't think, um, you know, they'd be disappointed round two. But, um, you know, there's every, every there's 16 clubs and everyone's got some good players out there that, you know, you've got to do a good job. So as I mentioned at the start, with the week we had, we, we just had to... We just had to win tonight, and so look, I'm really happy with that. You know, and we knew the desperation the opposition were going to come with, and the fact that we had um, players in, and um, you know, Jarrod Wallace, Sammy McIntyre played the first games, did really well. But to lose Isaac Liu, Bo Firma, Phil Summy, they've been three of our best the first few weeks, and to lose them at different stages of the week, and then Big Herman's going well, he, he will likely to have had a run, but he went down with COVID. So you're losing four in a five-day turnaround, as I said, and three staff and. 
your facilities are underwater. To, to turn up the night, as I said, the, the credit's going to the playing group because they, they didn't care about any of that and we knew we had a job to do tonight and, and we got it done and um, we'll roll into next week and no one's going to sort of remember the, the score, how the game went. They just know that you know, we won and I'm well, a win's a win, isn't it? Clichéd as it is, they're all worth two points. Um, doesn't matter if you win by 30 or you win by two. Doesn't matter if you have the game wrapped up with half an hour to play or if you wrap the game up with barely half a minute to play. That's what they did, the Gold Coast Titans. And uh, as they all say, it is an 80-minute game. Well, David Fafita, I thought, was pretty quiet last night, wasn't he, David Fafita, the big big barnstorming back rower. The other one, they've got a very good pack, haven't they? The Gold Coast Titans. I thought West Tigers kept them uh, kept them pretty quiet. Um, Tino Fasua Malawi, though, uh, he spoke after the match. Let's uh, let's hear from him now. We might have to go to Tamo first, sorry. We, uh, the, the, the game plan for us was, you know, long game. Um, we knew we had the effort in, in, in defence. Um, you know, like I said, holding them to, to that scoreline, it's it's a it's a big uh, big win, but again, it doesn't give us the two points. Uh, the last, you know, like I said, it, it just comes down to um, uh, how we want to play. We knew we wanted to give every effort in D, so I guess that's why the two points come into it. And we did, we did. I'm not taking that away from us, um, but yeah, obviously, like I said, close enough isn't good enough. Captain there, James Tamo, in that losing side. Uh, Tino Fasua Malawi, he also spoke after that two-point loss over yeah, West. Yeah, no, it was very close. It was a um, good effort from the boys, but, you know, especially from last week, we couldn't put an 80-minute performance in, and to win like that was good. What was the focus coming into the game, your attack or defence? Ah, defence, obviously. You know, that's win games, and, you know, that's won us the game tonight, which is good, and it's got to back it up next week. When Luke Brooks took the two points to go four points ahead, what was your message to the team? Uh, just stick in there, you know, keep turning up in D and I think we've got a good red line there, kept them in their 30s. So, you know, that was the focus and you know, paid off in the end. Okay, so they get the points uh, there. Tino Fasua at Malawi talking to a uh, well, unmistakable um, voice there, Jonathan Thurston on Channel 9. Righto, well, uh, we'll go back and hear from Nathan Cleary and uh, his dad, Ivan Cleary, uh, very, very shortly. They're about to front the media. Um, it's coming up to half past 10 in New South Wales, half past nine in Queensland. We'll take a break here on higher ground, and when we return, we'll go out to the foot of the mountains. Well, the Penny Panthers, they have made it 19 straight victories at, uh, well, at the foot of the mountains, uh, beating South Sydney tonight 26 points to 12. Let's go there now and hear from their coach and captain. Yeah, I thought it was a good, good game. Uh, good night for our community. A big crowd. Um, the weather looked after both teams, I guess. And uh, yeah, I thought we started really well. Um, thought South's come out as pretty hard a few times tonight. And I thought we handled it. So pretty happy, really. Like there was a fair bit of feeling in it, Nathan. How was it out there? Yeah, I think it's it's always going to be like that um, with you know two teams that are usually at the top of the table, and obviously after um, you know last year's grand final, the rematch is always going to be a lot of feeling. So um, you know they're the games that are enjoyable to be a part of, and um, yeah, it's definitely a lot of intensity, but um, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, I was I was nervous all week, more so just about playing again, and 
just seeing how I'd go. But um, you know, once I got there today, I was I was ready to go. Um, you know, I was quite um, confident in the preparation I've done, and got to give a massive shout out to uh, our medical staff and physio staff that've put so much time to me and and got me right, and um, that's what gave me the confidence to to go there tonight. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, just still trying to just get my feet again and. Um, you know, it's, it helps playing in a team that we've got. Um, you know, I'm very blessed to play alongside um, the players in this team, so uh, they'll help me out. And you know, it's just great to be back out there. How did you game? Thought it was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's always hard to play after a long stint out, but it's especially in a game of this magnitude. So um, yeah, I thought it was really good. So you know, it should only get better. So. Um, yeah, to Devon back. Felt like you had a couple of tries out there watching. Did you did you feel that the same way? Uh, in any any um like first half, second half, I thought. Uh, probably more the first. Yeah, you had them on the ropes the first yeah. twenty minutes. So Goal, goalkeeping didn't help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first half we uh, I thought we looked really good. Um, and it was like yeah, it was a bit of a shootout there. But like South's first go down now in. They scored, they almost scored the second time down there, so yeah, I thought both sides were going looking pretty good with the ball down there and um, I thought our defence was, yeah, still wasn't really where we wanted it to be, um, but I thought we scrambled well, so that's pleasing. Dylan Edwards came up with a couple of really special plays, did you think he was your best? Or? Uh, he's, you know, Dill's always been, he's always close to it, um, he's having an outstanding year. That last, that last play he did on uh, Alex Johnson there, that was, that sort of summed up. Yeah, where he's at at the moment. He's had a, a really good preseason, um, and he's one thing about Dill Edwards when he plays, he's always close to being in your top three when he's when he's you know when he's in good form, and that's where he's at at the moment. Nathan, there was a fair bit of banter in the lead up to the game. What did you make of it? Is that all just part of the theatre now? Or? Yeah, it makes it uh, fun for the fans, I guess. All that talk that comes with it, but. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's um, it's all part of it, and it's the kind of entertainment of it, and yeah, I enjoy it. Was it discussed during the week? Was, was it discussed during the week all the banter? Nah, not really at all. Um, you know, we we're pretty focused on ourselves. Obviously, um, after last week, we, we weren't too happy with our performance, so we we're very focused on just trying to put in a better performance than what we had. And um, yeah, it didn't really matter who we were versing this week. We wanted to come out and play well. Um, you know. The banter's sort of more just driven through the media and stuff. Before the goal kicking, were you relieved when you got a penalty try right in front? And what, what were your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I was probably just thinking too much about the win with the goal kicks early on and um, not so much about the process. And um, yeah, I was pretty relieved when I got on from in front. That that helped, but yeah, I'll be doing a bit more practice this week. Is that a fair call over the penalty try in your eyes? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what he. Yeah, like, I mean. Tiny dives, dive like with his head first. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure what the young Ellis is meant to do there. That's yeah. Big we'll take it. Yeah. Big boost to win a 14 point gap. I think at that stage, it was sort of nice that you win the game. Yeah, but we, as Nat said, I mean, we scored um, three tries and one in the first half, and we're only six up. So sometimes it balances it out. Sometimes. Um, Nathan, with the yeah, first game back, how big was um, Isaac O's job in the middle there? He seemed to be shifting the ball a lot to you, and I think he had something like 25 passes, which was only third behind you and um, Jerome. Yeah, mate, honestly, you know, I can talk about Yo for days, uh, how good he is, and 
Um, honestly, can't put into words what he does for the team. He's like having another halfback out there and, you know, he started the season amazing and it was no different tonight. Um, he just goes about his work. He helps direct us around and, um, you know, he's a great link, link man through there. Um, I think everyone highly respects him in the group as well and everyone loves playing with him and you probably don't realise it until you actually take the field in just how good he is and, um, you know, he deserves all the reps that he gets. Ivan, Pat Taylor, May and Isaac Tago both were really strong out there today and have fitted into the team really well. What stood out to you about their performance tonight? Yeah, they're, they're, they're really exciting, um, both of them in, as individuals, but they actually work combined really well together. They're good mates and um, they've just got a good connection. Um, apart from one little forced offload that um, Isaac had that kind of gave South's opportunity to score the second try, I thought they were pretty clean in terms of errors uh, tonight. So, um, yeah, if they can... In a game of pretty high intensity, that's that's a really good sign. So, yeah, really happy with. Um, I mean, they, they did well yet last week, but tonight I thought, yeah, the game went up up in intensity a bit, and I thought they handled that really well. Where do you see things lining up for the first month? Obviously, undefeated, but plenty of room to improve. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, now I've had some. We played some good teams and uh, had some good wins. So, um, yeah, I'm, yeah, I would have taken, <laughs> would have taken four and zero. Particularly, you know, three games without now playing, and we've got a few other guys missing. So, yeah, it's early days there, but yeah, we're going okay. Going more than okay, aren't they? So, Penny Panthers, the only uh, team with four from four. Um, so there they are, 26 points to 12 winners over South Sydney, uh, rattling through those try scorers again. Um, Isaac Tago scoring after just two minutes. Stephen Crichton scoring. Uh, Taylor and May bagging a double to go with his hat-trick from last weekend. And Liam Martin scoring as well for Penny Panthers. Campbell Graham, Cody Walker, the try scorers for the Bunnies. Latrell Mitchell, two from two. Nathan Cleary, a little off with the boot there, two from five. Next up for Penny Panthers, they have got uh, Canterbury Bulldogs at Parramatta Stadium or Combank Stadium next Sunday. And next up for the Bunnies uh, in round five. If I just scroll down here, they are at home to the Dragons at a core stadium, ANZ Stadium, Stadium Australia, Homebush, call it what you will. That is the 5.30 game next Saturday, 9th of April. So a tough game coming up, I would have thought, for the Bunnies and a winnable game coming up for Penny Panthers. This is Higher Ground coming up to 18 minutes to 11 in Sydney, 18 to 10 in Brisbane. Stay with us. When we return, uh, we'll cast our eye over the remaining five games left in round four of the NRL. You bet it is. You bet it is. Uh, coming up to uh, quarter to 11 in Sydney, quarter to 10 in uh, Brisbane. We won't be doing that for much longer. It, clocks change this weekend, don't they? Tomorrow. There you go. So tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow or Sunday morning, 2 a.m., is it? 2 a.m. Some of us are uh, working at... Where are we, oh, you'll be doing the... Yeah. Doof, 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 doof. Yeah, i got a real late one, and then I'm in here for the NRLW. So couldn't have come at a better time for me. Oh, goodness. Goodness. Uh, well, good luck to you. I hope you remember to change your clock and you're pretty much lucky that it's all pretty much automated these days. Rounding through the scores then, round four, uh, Titans scoring in the last minute, beating the Tigers, West Tigers on Thursday, 8-6. And then tonight, 18-0, Cronulla far too good for Newcastle out there at uh, Points Bet Stadium. And then at Blue Bet Stadium at the foot of the mountains, Penrith 26, 
beating the Bunnies 12. So three games to come tomorrow. Uh, Warriors take on the Broncos in Redcliffe. Uh, the Sea Eagles play the Raiders at Glen Willow Oval Mudgee. And North Queensland Cowboys tackle the Roosters in Townsville. And then on Sunday, the two games there, the four o'clock game, Melbourne Storm take on Canterbury Bulldogs at Amy Park. And uh, Parramatta play the Dragons at Combank Stadium at a quarter past six on Sunday. Uh, G'day Wa says the tool man. Uh, can you get Tooley a drink? He's weighed in at least. I thought he might have been gone to bed early. Uh, righto, Tooley. I'm not going to read that uh, text out, mate, but I hope you're well. Hope you're well. And, uh, yes, uh, stay in touch. And, uh, look, I'll still, I think, maybe do, do the odd shift here or there. Not quite sure. But I, uh, yes, have joined the West Tigers and uh, that'll be a full-time gig and not a whole lot of um, time to spare, but uh, have really enjoyed the time here in the higher ground chair. And uh, when I've filled in from uh, on, on the odd occasion uh, for Jimmy Smith and also Matty White in the mornings um, and happy to uh, help out where and if ever needed going forward, my friend Toolman. So uh, thanks for your uh, support. Uh, why does Adam O'Brien sound, uh, we read that earlier, didn't he? Half asleep when he talks. Adam O'Brien, he does sound, he's funny, man. He does sound funny. Um, yes, all right. Um, keep those texts coming through. We're here until midnight. The back hour, like, well, probably in about 20 minutes or so, we're going to look back at some of the uh, the good interviews across the day, uh, across the station. So uh, stay tuned for that. All right, well, let's, uh, let's dig into the games that are coming up um, over the course of tomorrow and then again on Sunday. So, um, and you... If you feel free to join in, uh, boys and girls at home, if you want to play, you might want to send through your tips or tell me I'm right or wrong. We've got the Warriors Broncos at Morton Daly Stadium. Uh, you can hear that on SEM with Matty White and uh, Anthony Seabold. We'll be calling that one. Uh, good to see Seabs doing a bit more work here at SEN. I spent uh, time with Anthony Seabold. First time I met him uh, was at Twickenham. Uh, when I was working over there with London Broncos and Seebs came over, joined us from uh, Canberra, it would have been. Uh, and we had a good couple of years over there, let me tell you. Um, good man, Anthony Seabold. So, yeah, but that's by the by. Warriors, Sean Johnson comes back from a pec injury. Cody Nikarima goes back to the bench. Uh, what else we got? This is the blow. I've tipped the Broncos. Kurt Catewell, though, uh, he's been ruled out with a calf injury. Jordan Rickey's also out with a rib injury. So they've both dropped out of the squad today. TC Rabadi comes into the starting side. Branko Lee joins the bench. Uh, it's a weaker team. The last week, the Broncos, and they were heavily beaten by the Cowboys, weren't they? Uh, I'll stay with the Broncos, but only just against the Warriors at Redcliffe. What say you, Irish? I think the same, but I always thought the Broncos were specials last week. Well, just goes to show how wrong one can be. Manly and Canberra, uh, so, so did I, so did I. <laughs> Manly and Canberra, so that's uh, tomorrow. Glen Willow Oval, uh, Mudgy, right? Yeah, yeah, Mudgy. And a mental blank there. Uh, if at Brookie, Seagulls, I would have thought be a lock, but the fact that it's uh, at neither home ground, it's a leveller. In terms of team changes, I see that um, Tolu Kola comes in. Comes into the centres for Brad Parker and Josh Aloye. Uh, he's back from suspension, so he may well come into the 17. Uh, Nick Chotrich is expected to return from a quad injury. Um, 
So there you go. Uh, not a lot of changes to either team. Raiders, you know, they were down 22. Blot came home and beat the Titans last weekend, 24-22. You might well say, well, the Titans were pretty average against West Tigers. That might, uh, I don't know, if Frank that performance last week. Uh, I'm going Manly, but again, only just. Yeah, I think Manly are getting a little bit past Turbo Ball. Looks like a couple other players, mm. foreign in particular. Mm. Um, taking a bit of ball, so yeah, Manly. A great ball he threw last week, four and right to left. I can't recall even what the uh, who scored that try. It was a lovely. That was ball. to Garrett. Uh, it was Ruben Garrick. 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 Not uh, as in uh, the, uh, not cold. Not uh, he lives down midnight that way. oil. Yeah, he lives down that way. Does he? Midnight he's oil. The, he's the uh, minister down there. Yes. Yeah. Was he up there? Over there? Over there? Peninsula? Yeah. Oh. Was he? I know. Uh, he's, I know. He's a big fan of Kudji in the day. Yeah, well, Coogee's no any manly. I know that. Well, I'm trying to defend you, but I don't... Defend me? You're the one that's stuffed Garrick's name up. Well, I'm going to be here on Monday. Cowboys Roosters, you? I'm going to be here on Monday, yeah. <laughs> Are you? Was that a question? I am. Yeah. Um, Cowboys Roosters Saturday in Townsville. Roosters need to bounce back. Uh, convincingly beaten last start against the Bunnies, who lost to the Panthers tonight. Cowboys... Uh, convincing winners against the Broncos last start at home. Uh, Cohen Hess, they're saying, is a chance to play. Uh, Roosters, uh, Kevin Naguama will make his NRL return on the wing after replacing Billy Smith uh, in the team name 24 hours before the match. No other major changes there. Um, still no Joseph Suwali. I probably He has been playing for North. Yes, in yep. the New South Wales Cup. I uh, I expect the Roosters to bounce back there, but I will say that with Chad Townsend up there and uh, Tom Dearden, uh, I think the Cowboys, they're, they're certainly surprising many, but I'm tipping the Roosters. And again, another close game, as have most of the games so far through the first four rounds been. Except for South tonight. Um, 14 points. That's how many times do you get close. burned by Cowboys? Do you get burned by them when they start winning and then... Start tipping them and then they maybe start losing. Well, if you haven't tipped them much over the past couple of years, you'd be in the plus column. Yeah. Uh, you go, what's the weather up there? We I'd, say, I'd say Cause it was, humid. Because those, those games up there early in the year, they were, they were, t- they were, like, they were tough to play. The Bulldogs won and the Raiders won. Well, come on, tell me. Roosters uh, or Cowboys. Cows? Cowboys? Cowboys as well. All right. Uh, who am I going? I'm going Roosters. In another tight one. Let's fast forward then, shall we? Uh, Melbourne Storm, Canterbury Bulldogs, four o'clock game. Uh, it's on SEN. Matt White, Brett Kamali, Mark Carroll. Matt White must be calling a couple of games, is he? All right. Uh, Spud and BK calling that one. Xavier Coates, Hamstring, Harry Grant, COVID are back. I'm tipping the Storm comfortably. And then Eels and Dragons on Sunday in the later game. Ryan Madison is back from a hamstring injury. Um, and for the Dragons, Matt Fine replaced the injured Cody Ram- Ramsey with a hamstring on the wing. I'm tipping uh, Storm comfortably and the Eels in another tight one to beat the Dragons. Well, how you doing? How you doing? We're still here. It's almost 11 o'clock too. Uh, by the way, just recapping, if you are just uh, joining us, you might have been out. You might have been up the local or... Um, you know, having, having a quiet ale or a shandy in your local pub, you might have bumped into uh, Gibbo, who's so Gibbo. He's uh, he has been off it for a couple off the drink for a couple of weeks, and I something three tells weeks. me three weeks, three weeks is it? 
something tells me by looking in his eye tonight, he looked like he, he had the thirst, you know, the hard-earned thirst. He looked yeah. like he was just ready to go and, and swill a thousand. I know he's um, responsibly, by the way. I think he'll be all right for his <clears throat> shift tomorrow. Oh, he's on tomorrow, is he? Oh, he's because he, got... he does the mowers. Oh, does he? Yeah. What every sun Saturday? Every Saturday. Oh, that probably explains it then. And he's he's got a Sunday job as well. What's he do on a Sunday? Um, he works. He works in footy. <clears throat> oh, does he? Oh, yeah. he's a stat man or something. He's isn't stat he? man, yeah. Yeah, he's a good man, Gibbo. Very good, good man. man. Um, but he he did have that that thirsty look in the eye. Once you have one. Well, some people can't stop at one or two. I, I certainly can. I, I can have one or two, but some people can't. They, they need to go further. Um, yeah. But anyway, we yeah. uh, we we endorse the the responsible um, not service of alcohol. Oh yeah, what well, service here? They're very quiet up there tonight. Are you you been enjoying the show or up there? In the... Yeah, good. Maybe a little bit sedate. What you say? They haven't said a thing. Maybe a bit sedate because it's your last it's your last oh. show. But the sad violins. Can we have some of that? Sad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I am. Look, I'm, I'll be gone, but not forgotten. Cherish the not moments. Not by me. Cherished every moment. You I've gave had my start in radio. Did I really? There you go. See? In uh, January of this year. You gave you start. And you're still here. You're still here right by, to the very not end. By, not, by like, not by one of trying. Oh, you want to jump out, did you? No, I love it here. They wanted to push you out? You're still here. Yeah. You know? I had a few meetings. But look, I've, I've enjoyed the ride. I hope our, our listeners have Good, enjoyed a lot it too. Of, a lot of listeners will miss you. Oh, well, look, you never, never know. You never, never know what's around the corner. As I said, I'm, yeah, I might do the odd shift here and there. And I think you're getting um, on the Tigers at the right time. Well, yes, some might say that. Some might say diving in the deep end. That's I know you're right. right. I like, I like a, a challenge. Always you, have. You're a very generous man. Um, I think some people have said that um, potentially... Gus Gould got onto the Bulldogs because they, he kind of saw that they were bottoming out, and there would have been a, a turnaround regardless. Um, you're not definitely not doing that. You're a very generous. I man. am doing uh, what I love doing, and uh, my background before TV and radio was was marketing communications. That's Which what you've I done did in Perth, I've did London, it for a decade more than a decade, twenty years. Yeah, and then I. Um, just fell into the world of, of, of television and radio and, and I continued to do a marketing management, media, comms management role. But eventually I, I just went down the other avenue and, and stayed with the television and then went into radio. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, enjoying going back into clubland. You know, as a former player, like you just, I really, yeah, it's, it's hard to explain unless you've been a part of a club either working or playing at a club. It's just yep. that I love that team environment. Yeah. And whether you're part of the, the management staff or whatever staff you're part of, or you're part of the football team, eh, you know, you can have wins on, on the field. You can have wins on the field. You can have wins off the field too. You know, you might have a successful promotion or a marketing campaign or, or you might bring in a new sponsor or there might be a really good comms piece that you've written. Um, and you sort of all celebrate together. You know, I, I miss that. That teamwork, you know, yeah. so it's good to be back in Clubland. Good um, talk out of the club. Tigers, for a side that's a punching bag. They are, well, they are a punching the bag, but they, I can certainly understand, empathise with West Tigers, long-suffering West Tigers fans, understanding why they, they are a punching bag. Um, they want success, and I've said this before. I mean, all, all fans want success. They want their team winning.
Um, and look, let's call a spade a spade. You look at the roster and you look at certain clubs and Club A on paper and on performance has a better roster than than, than Club B. That happens every year. Um, and it takes time, doesn't it? It takes time. What the Tigers supporters need to, to understand, and I'm sure they do far more than me even, is that, but they're just, yeah, they're probably sick of the, the long ride without finals. Um, there is a lot of investment in pathways and development. And the club that is where it is heading, it needs to become a development club. It needs to develop, nurture, and, and retain as many local homegrown players as possible. But in terms of the personnel at the club, everywhere I look, I see I see experience and really good people. So, you know, I think it'll be... I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think you're speaking... Um, uh, out of, out of out of school or anything because it's it's in the news the Tigers like they're probably the most talked about club at over the, moment, the last no, seven no days. doubt about it yep um, but yeah we were talking uh, during the break um, that you know when you talk about pathways like, I think a lot of clubs will just say pathways 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 but at the Tigers you have last year before the the comps were shut down you had um, in the two semi professional competitions you had in the New South Wales Cup. West were the best team by streets. Uh, they were the best yeah. team in flag by a long way. Well, you talk you you you, you want to model or model your pathway system on, on anyone, and you'll go to Penrith, right? Yeah, you go to Penrith. Yeah, and the region of, of Campbelltown, the southwest, and out there, it's 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 growing enormously. Yeah. So it's just a it's a case of of tapping that talent and not letting them go to, to other clubs. But you look around West Tigers, they've got a lot of good people in there, really good people. Everywhere I look, there are, you know, there are really good. And they've, they've, they've thrown heavily, big, 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 big investment in the past six to 12 months into the pathway system, right? So, look, I'm sure it will deliver in years to come, and that's down the track. What West Tigers fans want now, they want a successful team. They want their team to make the finals, don't we all? Yeah. So I guess, you know, any fan needs to have realistic expectations of what they can get from their team. You know, I think you want to turn up to a game as a, as a fan, whether I'm West Tigers, Parramatta, Manly or Roosters, whatever. If I go to a game as a fan, I want to turn up. I want to turn up knowing that, you know, we're a chance of winning this. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, and I want to turn up and know that win, lose or draw, my team out there are going to give it their all. Yeah. And I think if they, if you can see that, yeah, and you lose the match, you have a decent day yeah. out. Um, yeah. it's, you're okay. You're happy with that. It, it's when the team is underperforming consistently, and you start to see things that look like players are not giving it their best and not wearing yeah. the the emblem, whichever emblem, whichever team. I'm talking West Tigers here. What Tigers got two? With pride, huh? What Tigers got two of them? Well, it's one emblem now. Has been for a while. Don't mate. they have the, the West Tig- the West on the? On the biceps? I don't, know, I don't think so. No, I think it's all the one West Tigers now. They rebranded this year with the Tigers logo, which you yep. probably might know. Did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. took the claws off. But, you know, yeah, it's going to take time. But and, yeah, yeah, how long do West Tigers fans, how long do they? Look, if you're a fan, you're a fan, you're a fan for life, right? But I can understand, I can understand them. And I hope things turn for the club. The fact that I'm working for the club, obviously I would say that now.
Yeah. But back to our point, yeah, no, I have. It's a challenging time. I enjoy the challenge. Looking, really looking forward to it. Tigers have had a pretty good media. Like they seem pretty keen to do media. Yep. Yeah, that's good. I'll, uh, I'll... Not, not just, not just. Okay, so this is this is another. Yeah, where I'll be coming from in the new role. I'm not just talking about match reports and stats and 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 player profiles. Oh, where we've got so much going on at the club. I want the stories told from all departments, from pathways, from community, yeah. from corporate, yeah. everywhere. They do so much in the community that you wouldn't know about. Yeah. Um, and those stories are powerful. They need to be told. Yeah. Um, Work with the wrestlers as well. All clubs do. No, no, with the professional Sorry? wrestlers. Oh. Yeah. Did you know that Tigers are sponsored by PWA? I did. Yeah. Well, I saw them. I saw them on the, the sponsorship list. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't know what that was. Uh, professional Wrestlers Association. Is it? Uh, not in Australia. Don't know. Yeah. Wonder what happens there. Don't know. Yep, yep, yep. I uh, think the, a few clubs have um, some uh, sort of involvement wrestling. with wrestlers. Well, you know, um, in the old... Not the Andre, I, the giant type. Get you Roddy be. Piper in to, to run some sessions. Hmm. Um, speaking of being a, a fan, you haven't uh, run into Tim Sheens, have you? Several times. Jeez, how good's he? Several times, yeah. He did. Uh, he was uh, talked to Joel on SEN a couple of weeks ago. We well, I spoke to him this morning because I, I was putting together this piece on Pathways, which is on the West Tigers website now. I yeah. would I hope it is anyway. Get a footy chat not, with him, with Tim. We talk a lot, lots of things. Yeah, yeah, lots of things. He he says Tim Sheens is there. There's a lot of good people there. There's a lot of a wealth of experience. Wealth of experience there. Yeah. So Tim's sitting over the top of it, and he's got an overarching role that, that also takes in pathways. Um, they've got a new head of pathways, but other you know, names that people would know that are Paul Sirenin's also in pathways. Um, Brett Kamali is in pathways. Um, Robbie Farrah is not so much in pathways, but he's there at is the club. The, yeah. Benji Marshall has also been helping out in pathways and going out to – They've got a team in the grand final this weekend in the Andrew Johns Cup as West Tigers. That's the under-16s. They also had it, made it to the finals in the Laurie Daly Cup, which is uh, the 17s. Yep. So they've got, they got some players coming through. Um, but what happens in a lot of clubs and a lot of regions too, other regions come and steal them. It's been going on since Adam was fullback for Jerusalem. Since the Chooks took uh, Daly Messenger. Well, it's been going for a long time. Do you know um, how they signed him? Maybe we'll f- no. I'll, no. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I end hope you got, the, I'll, you got the answer to it, though. No, I'll just hope someone texts in. No, um, oh. Really? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll end the job interview. Sorry for putting you on the spot there. Mm. But um, the Roosters went over. He was working on the docks over at, at um, Vaucluse or Rushcutters Bay. And that was like well, I was working class at the time. No docks there now. No docks there now. Oh. He was working on the boats there. And... Um, they came to sign him and he just shrugged and said, I don't know, ask my mum. And so they went to Mrs. Messenger mm. and they put, Thumbs the deal, up. they put the deal to him. And obviously they were offering money, which the rugby union was not. And they, uh, that's how the rugby league was born in Australia. Anyway. In Australia. Well, it was born in uh, the George Hotel in Uddersfield in 1895. Yes, yeah. 1895. Yeah. Breakaway. And that was all to do with players insurance. insurance. Coal miners, miners yeah. yeah, coal miners not being paid for days off when they were injured or whatever and um, formed the breakaway group, didn't they? From uh, 15 men. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, we're, we're really 
going off track here. Shall I just recap the scores from uh, tonight for any of our listeners that may have just uh, joined us? Um, so, yeah, eight points to six yesterday. Titans over West Tigers. A really good win by Cronulla Sharks tonight. Well done to the Sharkies. 18 points to nil um, over Newcastle Knights. Newcastle Knights. So that is the first time in, uh, what, uh, blah, 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 six years that the Sharks have held a team to zero. Sifa uh, Talakai was one of four try scorers. Aiden Tolman scored in game 300. That's just poetic. Sione Katoa scored one of, if not the most acrobatic and spectacular tries that we have seen all year. Uh, and Will Kennedy also scored for Cronulla. Sifa Talakai, though, he made 17 tackle breaks playing at centre. Nico Hines won from four. Um, and just on, on Aiden Tolman, I think I think Joel was saying he scored three tries in five years. So there he goes tonight, scoring in game 300. The Knights were missing. Lockie Fitzgibbon, Mitch Barnett suspended. David Clemmer injured. Dom Young um, went to the bin. Was he placed on report? He must have been as well. So he'll have maybe a case to answer. And they lost Tyson Frizzell with a, a hamstring injury. So fast forward and out we go to the foot of the mountains. Uh, the later game tonight, Penny Panthers continue their long run of uh, winning games out there at uh, home, their home ground. 26 points to 12, five tries to two. And, uh, gee, they look sharp, didn't they? They look really, really sharp. Um, so the Bunnies cop a reality check after last week convincingly beating uh, the Roosters. 26 points to 12. Panthers over the Bunnies. Five tries to two. Uh, Tago Crichton, May with a double, adding to his hat-trick last weekend. Liam Martin, the try scorers. Campbell Graham, Cody Walker, the try scorers for South Sydney. Latrell two from two. Nathan Cleary, two from five. So there you have it. Games played so far. And then coming up tomorrow, the Warriors play the Broncos at Redcliffe. Manly take on the Raiders in Mudgee, and the Cowboys tackle the Roosters in Townsville. On Sunday, the two games, Storm at home to the Bulldogs at the 4 o'clock game, and then the later game out there at Combank Stadium, Parramatta take on St. George Illawarra Dragons.